0: Welcome to the Amherst Wesleyan Church Sermon Podcast. Well, I've got to start this message off today um, in saying this. Perfect people... Are those people who never make a mistake, who have all the luck, who never struggle, who can handle every situation flawlessly and never need help. If you are one of those people here today, if you are a perfect person here today, I want you to know that this message is not for you. Okay? But you probably know somebody that isn't perfect, so you should take notes for them. Hey? This message is for all of us who don't fall into that perfect person category. In the book of Judges, there's a story about a guy named Gideon. And Gideon is living in the, the nation of Israel when a the people of Israel have abandoned God. They have forgotten God. They have disobeyed God. And so God has handed them over to their enemies. And the enemies have come in and taken over and attacked. And, and just really put the nation in this situation where whenever they saw prosperity, they would just sweep, swoop in and take the stuff or, or destroy the factories, the, the, the buildings, the, whatever they had going on, they would destroy it or they would steal from them. And so this man named Gideon is so scared of what the enemies are going to do that he is actually harvesting wheat. And in the process of harvesting wheat, you have to beat all the grains off of the stalks. And normally you do that out in the open air so that the wing catches the stalks and blows the stalks away and it's less of a mess. It's easier to do. But instead, Gideon is so afraid, he is such a wimp, That he's actually in a wine press, which is just basically a giant tub. And he's standing inside this wine press trying to harvest and deal with his wheat, process his wheat, because he's so scared of what these other foreigners, all these enemies are going to do to him. And God comes to him and says, hey Gideon, I've got a job for you to do. And Gideon, being the brave man that he is, goes, really? Really? And he questions God. And he debates with God. And eventually he's convinced that, yes, this is God who is talking to him. And God says, I want you to go to your family farm and I want you to tear down the idols that are built there. And so again, Gideon, being the brave man he he is, recruits 10 other guys to go with him and he does it at night so he won't get caught. But again, of course, because Gideon is such a brave, smart man that when he goes and he tears down the idol and does it at night so he won't get caught, the next day, obviously, everybody knows it was him. This is a guy that is so good at his job that everything he does, he gets caught at. Well, he does it anyways, and... Everybody knows it was him even though he did it at night. And God says, I want you to recruit an army. I want you to go and I want you to fight the enemy army that's invading. I want you to cast them out. And he goes, great. And so Gideon goes and somehow manages to recruit 30,000 people to his army. And God sends 29,700 of them home. He's left with 300 men. Actually, God, even, God sends the soldiers down to the water and says, watch how they drink. And the men that are there drinking like dogs are the only ones that he keeps. It's almost like God is saying, I only want idiots for this job. Anyways, still Gideon, after all this, still isn't quite convinced. He ends up sneaking down into the enemy army camp and goes around listening to the guys. And for some reason, even though Gideon has proved that he's a wimp and he's not very good at his job, he goes into this enemy army camp and the people at the camp are, are terrified of this man named Gideon that they've heard about. And they're already scared, even though Gideon hasn't done anything. And then they go and... Gideon's convinced, okay, the Lord's with me. And they go and they fight this nation, fight this foreign power, and they win. They push them out of Israel. And that leads the way to, I think, 40 years of peace in the nation. (laughs) And then Gideon, being the great guy he is, Manages to end his career by making an idol that leads his family and the nation into idolatry after that. That's messed up. Here Gideon is. He's a wimp. He doesn't know how to do anything in secret. He doesn't know how to do anything by himself. He, he, he's not convinced by God. He doesn't have this great faith. He's. And he doesn't even end well. Gideon's kind of a messed up guy. And you know what? I think most of us can relate in some way, shape, or form to Gideon in that many of us have some messed up stuff in our lives too. And that, may be, that may be that we have this addiction that we just can't seem to get rid of it may be that we just can't ever seem to do anything right. And I mean more than just what your wife tells you. But you just feel inside, I, why can't I do anything right? You look at your past and you're just swamped by all the mistakes and the burdens. You think you'll never get through that, you'll never get past that, that those things define you. You look at the things that you think you were doing the best, and you were doing everything right, and still at the end of the day, it doesn't go the way you need it to. Your family's falling apart. You're doing everything you can, and you're still short on money. You're trying to find that right job, and it's just you can't hold on to it. You're trying to keep your mind straight. And the anxiety or the fear or the frustration or the addiction it always hit you. Your emotions are a mess. And when temptation strikes, it seems like there's always one temptation you can't say no to. And you feel I am just one of those messed up people. Well as we read earlier, Judges 6.14, God calls Gideon, He says this, He says, Then the Lord turned to him, Gideon, and said, Go with the strength you have, and rescue Israel from the Midianites. I am sending you. Go with the strength you have. I'm sending you. Go as you are. I'm sending you. Just as you are. Go just as you are. Don't get more strength. You don't need to collect anything. Go with the strength you have because I'm sending you. Now there's tons of things that we can learn from this. But this is the one point I want us to hold on to today. You got this? Ready? God Loves doing incredible things through messed up people. I need you to hold on to that today. God loves doing incredible things through messed up people. It shows how good he is. It shows how powerful it is, he is. It reminds us that it's all of him and not of us. Maybe it's just because we're open to what he's up to. But God, for some reason, one reason or another, and we see it with Gideon. God loves doing incredible things through people like you and me. And if you're one of those perfect people here and you don't fall into that category and you look around and you're looking at all the messed up people, you need to remember that God loves doing incredible things through them. Too bad you're missing out. God wants to use you and me like He used... Gideon and the people that are drinking water like dogs to do this incredible, miraculous thing that he could have done any other way and he said, no, I don't want to do it that way. I want to do it through them. He wants to do incredible things through you and me as messed up as we are. He wants to create resilient families of honor. He wants to save people from poverty. He wants to give hope to those who are consumed by fear and desperation. He wants to fill your teens' lives and hearts with real, not manufactured, not fake, not shallow, but real confidence and faith. He wants to give your kids clarity and certainty in a world that wants to rob them of all of that foundation. He wants to fill us with love and confidence and faith to outlast all of the fear that is spread every day of our lives. He wants to see people saved from their sin. He wants to see people transformed to be more like Jesus. He wants people to follow Jesus. He wants to create a community that is filled with peace and meaning instead of fear and hate and aimlessness. He wants to take back what the enemy has stolen. And he wants to do those incredible things through you. So how do you do it? If God's the one doing it, what is our part to play? Are we just supposed to sit here and then just let him do it? Like, like what is our role to play? What was Gideon's role to play? Well, sit down. We've got, we've got six steps of how to let God do incredible things through your life. You ready? There's not six steps. There's one step. Are you Ready? When He calls you to do something, say yes. When He calls you to do something, say yes. God loves doing incredible things through messed up people. And He's going to call. He's going to ask. He's going to knock on your heart. He's going to whisper in your ear. He's going to scream it at you. Whatever it is to get your attention, He's going to call you. He's going to ask you. It's like Gideon who's hiding in a wine press doing his work like a wimp. Hiding away, not looking for the calling. God reached out and found him. And through a very long process that was very weird, Gideon said yes. And God did something incredible. When God is calling you to start following Him, to surrender to Him, say yes. If He's calling you to volunteer and to serve, whether that's with one of our ministries or whether that's one of the projects we've got out in the sign-up sheet out there, or some other option, some other venue, some other service, and He's calling you to serve there, maybe He's calling you to serve in missions, say yes. If He's calling you to get baptized... Say yes. Is He calling you to tear down an idol? Something you or maybe your family worships? Say yes. Whatever it is that He is calling you to, say yes. He will provide the power He will provide the background, the details, the direction, the miracles. Whatever is required to make that thing happen, He will do. What He's waiting on is whether or not you will say yes. Because God doesn't want to just do it on His own because He loves doing incredible things through messed up people. Through you and me. The people who are sitting next to you. The people, even in our lives, we think are hopeless and useless. i we'll to tell you, God loves doing incredible things through us. Thanks for listening and being part of our church and joining us in this journey to become down-to-earth people following Jesus in down-to-earth ways.